From Calvary Church of Santa Ana, this is the Calvary Life Podcast, the show where we share stories, laugh together, and have discussions about faith, life, and God with people from Calvary Church. Here are your hosts, Eric and Matt. Welcome to the Calvary Life Podcast. This is Eric Wakeling here with Matt Doan in the year 2023. Yes. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, <laughs> Matty Doan. Um, any, uh, what's what's your new year been like? We are recording this on, what is today, the 9th? Yeah, the 9th. Yeah. Uh, so we've been in our new year for, for nine days. It doesn't feel like that to me because uh, all four of our kids were off uh, from school yeah. this past week. So just, you know, how the calendar fell. They got out really late uh, yep. up to Christmas and then had this extra kind of bonus week. Yeah. So that's kind of made it, it feel like we're just on a perpetual Christmas vacation yeah. the yeah. first week of January. I know. Same for me, actually. Like, it's interesting where because my kids just, well, yeah, our, our kids at Olu don't go back to school till tomorrow. Yeah. And then... Uh, and then, yeah, my daughter Grace went back to college mm-hmm. on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, this whole last week, and I took that time off. I like to try and take time off when they're off. It's like as much as I can. That's since, great. It's healthy. Since my wife's a teacher and my kids mm-hmm. are in school, it's like, mm-hmm. hey, it's kind of nice to see you guys. Yeah. And then sometimes it's also nice to have my own time. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, so what'd you do over your break? Well, it's not as exciting of a story. I was a little bit sick for yeah. this month. I was yeah. like pretty sick, honestly. And I was kind of just like making it happen on the 23rd, 24th, Mm -hmm. 25th to try and um, like be at the services and preach and have my voice work and stuff. Mm -hmm. It was so rough, dude. My voice was so rough. And it's not, people have asked, it's not because of my like voice issues that I've had in the past. Yeah, It's just like from being this like kind of upper chest respiratory system thing, like coughing like a ton. And then just was, my voice was shot. So yeah, I had a lot of relaxing, which was good. Mm. Like a lot of laying on the couch, you know, when you're mm-hmm. sick and you're just kind of laying on the couch watching the show or whatever. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't even, it's funny. Like, I don't even remember what I watched. It's just so like blur. Yeah. Blur. <laughs> but, um, but this last week was pretty good. Like we did mm. some, did just some fun things like either with the fam or B and I had like a good date day to LA. Oh. That was kind of fun. Oh, cool. We took the train up to LA no and just like walked around and, Enjoyed some good food and stuff like that. So. Like Alvarado Street or what? Um, yeah, we went doesn't to the train go to like almost kind of um, Grand Central. Or oh whatever. yeah, yeah, Union Station right Union by Alvera Street. Alvera yeah, Street. Yeah, 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 yeah. We did because there's also an Alvarado Street, so that's why I was yeah. a little confused. Um, but uh, yeah, we went there. We had actually had this is the best. We had breakfast at Philippe's. The yeah. original, like the yeah. French dip place. It was like a late breakfast, like 1030. Oh, that's great. But uh, it's like one of B's favorite foods is French dip sandwiches. Uh, so that, that place is open. Okay. So you guys, there's this place in LA. It's like right below the bottom of the hill below Dodger Stadium, which is like right by Chinatown mm-hmm. in, in LA. And there's this this place that's like a, I don't know. It's one of these like hundred year old restaurants. Yeah. Iconic and, restaurants yeah, in Southern California. Super iconic. And it's this French dip and you have to like. And you have to, so it's like a beef sandwich. You can get other stuff there, but like you, you have to order it like one dip, two dips or wet. <laughs> and you're like, oh. I remember when you and I went there yeah. before a Dodgers game and yeah. we, it was like, I think it was, it was my first time there that day and it was super crowded. And I'm like, what do I say? You know, like kind of freaking out in the line. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it's like this place is this iconic French dip place. And it's yeah. like. I think it's like one of B's like top five favorite foods. So that's awesome. Yeah, so we went and did that. It was fun. Uh, uh, how about you guys? Any, any yeah, fun so things you guys did? We were here through Christmas and then a couple of days after Christmas, we jumped in the car, drove up to central uh, coast of California to visit yes. uh, my parents and 
had a couple of my siblings that were there at the house too. So we had a nice couple of days. Although if you've been following the weather, it's been raining I know, in Northern California yeah. basically for the last 20 days. I mean, here too, a lot. But way harder up there. But yeah. So we actually had, there's this famous, not that I don't want to get too into this, but there's this famous pier in Santa Cruz called the, the Cement Ship Pier at Seacliff um, State Beach. Have you ever been the, there? That's where the vampires are. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and it collapsed. The pier collapsed. Oh, no way. Really? Yeah, it was really sad for our family because it's been like a place that we've always gone Aww. to. So um, so there's kind of some drama and excitement with that, with yeah. uh, the rains up there. Then we came back, and then Marie, I don't know if anybody knows, but Marie's family used to own a ski shop called California Ski Center in Anaheim. Mm-hmm. Owned that for 20-plus years. And so they're a huge ski family. And so mm-hmm. when I got married into the family, I was handed my first Christmas a pair of skis. And I'd never wow. skied in my life, really. Oh, wow. And so it was a big learning curve for me. Yeah. Um, but that's something once a year uh, they take all 18 grandkids, kids, in-laws uh, up skiing. So we did that for a few days, too. <laughs> so, yeah, that was last couple weeks. That's cool. That's cool. And you you braved some uh, serious stormy yeah, roads had and to, stuff, right? had to throw on the chains. Got oh. all cut up. You see that? Oh, yeah, I know. I had to, like, fight the chains. It's easy getting them on, or it's easier. Yeah. It's harder getting them off when they're all frozen and stuff. Oh, yeah, that's true. But made it. God was gracious to us. We're safe. Um, and Did you get any fresh powder kind of stuff? Did oh, you? there was a like a foot of snow the day we got there, and then another foot of snow the day we <sighs> left, and so it was pretty, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was fun as far as when you're, yeah, when, when you're, you're on the there. mountain, when you go as fast as I do. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> but it's just such a, like, it's so much headache when it's like that, huh? It's just like it's there's harder. so much, like, difficulty it's very getting humbling there. because my seven-year-old <laughs> daughter is faster than me on a pair of skis or <laughs> snowboard or whatever. She, uh, They're just... Yeah, they're, they're, she has no fear. Do the kids like, ski or snowboard? Everybody skis. They've gone back and forth, a couple snowboarders in there, but basically it's skis. Okay, yeah. I do know that that whole clan is like on the skis instead of yes, the snowboard, right? Yes, old so school. I just didn't know if like the teenage like boys or yeah, something. Yeah, there's been would, some you know, switching yeah, over, yeah, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. But we had a we had an epic Christmas Eves, That's I'd right. say, and Christmas Day and New Year's Day here at Calvary. For those of you that... We're traveling and we missed you, but for those that are there, I think it was really cool mm-hmm. services, meaningful time, huh? Yeah, for sure. It for sure was. Um, I really enjoyed Christmas morning, you know, here kind of much more than maybe even I would have thought I would or something, mm. you know, like, cause it was like, it's such an interesting thing. Like we want to do church on Sunday morning. Yeah. Uh, always is like kind of, that's kind of like my philosophy is just like, let's do, I like that. We'll, we'll do church every Sunday, no matter yep. what it is. And then, um, and I love having church. I love being yeah. at church. And then you're like, oh, it's harder, though, than when you go to leave, like, your Christmas morning sort of rituals. Right. Then it was like, oh, I don't want to leave this. Yeah. You know, I don't want to yeah. leave. And then, like, delay it till later, which I know we both kind of had right. our, our children <laughs> angry at us for uh, right. <laughs> for these delays, which is, like, you know, whatever. They'll be okay. This is not happening again until 2033. Exactly. Um, you said that that morning, yeah, too. That was yeah, funny. Yeah, exactly. Um, but you've got... Like then when I got there, I was like, oh, this is like nice. It just mm-hmm. was like felt chill, even though I was like then I went to preach and I was just like, my, <laughs> it just still was just so funny. Cause yeah. I, was like, I basically I said I sounded like a, a lifelong smoker at like age 85 that just had their <laughs> like their like their throat torn out and yeah. re- replaced. But yeah, uh, it was a great sermon, though. <laughs> it was. Yeah, it was fun to it was it was good. It was a good time. It was fun to talk about because it'd be even interesting if like people are listening to this that weren't there, like yeah. some of. What we like, what I was trying to connect a little bit was that was the eighth day, eighth and final day of Hanukkah was Mm -hmm. also on Christmas Day. Mm -hmm. So I kind of wanted to show, well, and like, 
the whole thing of a candlelight services when we had like the night before is like this whole thing of like Jesus is the light of the world. Yeah. We light this candle represent his light shining into this in, into a, a world of darkness. Yeah. And then so light of the world and then you get to um, Christmas morning and then it's like, hey, Jesus is the light of the world. And then now you also have this thing of the festival of lights um, coming onto the same day. And what I think people like most people don't realize is that like Hanukkah was a thing that Jesus would have recognized and celebrated. He might not have called it that it was called the feast of dedication. Sure. However you say that in Hebrew. Um, but, um, might've had some different elements than the modern they celebrations. They were not yet spinning dreidels. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was a later, you know, that was like a later thing to come into the celebration, right. much like on Christmas morning. Sure. There weren't Christmas trees. <laughs> what? In Bethlehem. What? Right? Yeah, exactly. So like, yeah, like all holidays kind of progress. A little side note of that. Yeah. So today it's a Monday as we're um, recording this, but um, it's trash day in our neighborhood here in Santa Ana. Mm. So I told our two little kids, our two littlest as we are driving to school today, because um, they have school today. I said, if you guys can find and spot 10 Christmas trees and trash cans, <laughs> You don't have to go to school. And I was pretty confident because I only saw one on our street. By yeah. the time we got to Calvary Christian where they go, we had seen nine. <gasps> and then they counted the tree that was in the middle courtyard of Calvary as number 10. They're like, we got 10. And I'm like, oh, no. But that's not in the trash can. <laughs> yeah, yeah that on. didn't count. Come so on. they were crying as I dropped them off. But it worked out. <laughs> what would you have done? Would you have honored your, do you think you would have well, to break it? I do like, I do like this type of stuff all the time. Like I told him one time, or I had this ongoing thing a few years ago <laughs> that if we hit every green light between our house and school, which is not very far, it's like right. two miles, go to Disneyland. we would go straight to <laughs> SeaWorld. <laughs> we wouldn't even like mention anything. We wouldn't That's even say amazing. anything. We would just go straight and we never got every green light. And uh, oh, there was God. a few times, I'm just going to say this out loud, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anticipated the yellow. <laughs> yeah, I would have slowed down too. Man. Uh, That's amazing. Yeah. Did I ever tell you when I did the, um, so I did the thing where I was taking my kids to school and I did the thing where I pulled into the school parking lot and then I said, hey, guess what? Surprise. We're not going to school. We're going to Disneyland. <gasps> no. And then this was in there little and Grace starts crying. She started crying. She's like. But I have a like whatever like thing I'm supposed <laughs> to do today. Like you. yeah, there was like some sort of like they were gonna get cookies or some dumb thing <laughs> like that. And I was just like, wait, what? No, this is supposed to be awesome. Oh. You know? Yeah, it totally backfired. She yes. started crying. And Ella looked at her, and she was, and Ella's four years younger than yeah. Grace, and so I think Ella was like in first grade or something. And Ella looks over her like, have you lost your mind, you psycho? <laughs> we're we going to Disneyland. To go to Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sorry. Okay, that we digress, we digress, but we were. Yes. What were we talking about? Um, <laughs> oh yeah, Hanukkah and all that stuff. Yeah, the the Sunday message, Christmas sun, Christmas morning message. Yeah, so so then yeah, Hanukkah would be this day that that Jesus would have celebrated, and so we we're just showing that. I was like mm -hmm. showing that in John ten, and then going like now, what was cool is like in that story, like when he goes to the temple to celebrate Hanukkah. These people come up to him and they say, Jesus, just tell us plainly, like, are mm -hmm. you the Messiah? Just tell us like straight up. Yeah. And uh, he says, you'll know by my works, you know, you'll know by what I do, the miracles I do in my father's name, this will show you who I am. And then, and you're like, oh gosh, you know, like, I'm sure they were all like, just tell us Jesus, mm -hmm. like, gosh, stop it. Mm -hmm. And then what happens, like the very next story in the Bible is the story of Jesus raising Lazarus yeah, from the dead. Cool. And I'm just like, dang, that's so cool to think about how they're just like 
straight up like asking him and he says, well, you'll see by a sign. And then he says, boom, boom, here's my sign. Now, the reason I also connect that to Hanukkah is because what you say during the Hanukkah season when you, and like when you spin the dreidels Mm -hmm. and it has these like letters, like uh, Hebrew letters around the the dreidel that stand for a phrase that is a great miracle happened there. Yeah. And so you're remembering this great miracle that happened at Hanukkah of God providing this oil for this whole eight nights, God delivering his people, like all yeah. this really cool miracle that happened. And they think back to this miracle to remember, to like bolster their faith of right. if God worked a miracle, then he can work a miracle oh, now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so in that same way, what's so cool is like right out of that Hanukkah thing, Jesus says, you'll know me by my miracles. Mm-hmm. And then he raises Lazarus from the dead. And it's like, Hey, now just a little while later, just like pretty, pretty shortly, like a yeah. couple of weeks or something later, he gets crucified and yeah. it's like, remember that a great miracle happened when he raised Lazarus that remember now another great miracle can happen. Jesus comes back from the dead. And now for us today, yeah. we look back to that miracle yeah. that should help bolster our faith that, that we can count on his return, his, his like his salvation, like his presence in our lives, like all that stuff. You said a line too, it was so good. It was like a great miracle happened there pointing to the birth uh-huh. of Christ. And then a great miracle will happen here inside of us. Yeah. Right? I think exactly. I said and a great miracle can happen like in you or yeah, something like that. I forget what I said. But it was yeah. really good. I know that was a fun sermon to preach. Cause it was yeah. like, it was kind of like just stuff. I feel like I, I know. And I sort of like wrote some loose um, mm-hmm. like notes. I had like notes, but I just was able to just kind of like talk mm. and just chat about it, you mm-hmm. know, because it's like stories that I've told, 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 but yeah. not necessarily on stage. Right. So. And on a Sunday morning, I mean, on a Christmas morning. On a Christmas right? morning. Yeah. yeah. So if that like blows people's minds that you would talk about Hanukkah on Christmas, that's, that's why. Yeah. Because it all ties together. Because that, even that miracle of the birth of Christ mm-hmm. is like a miracle happened there. Then like the resurrection of Christ. It's another, right. we just keep looking. So that's like a, I guess that's like a faith principle then for us, mm-hmm. right? Is like to look to the ways God has worked like in his yeah. word and then even in our own lives yeah. when we're going through stuff, Totally. Right? We're hoping for a miracle to happen here. Yeah. Looking back on God's faithfulness to trust him for mm-hmm. the current and the future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. then, and then Christmas Eve was so, I mean, obviously I was, I think I said this in an earlier moment today, but like, yeah. You just can't go wrong when you have the candles lit yeah, yeah. everyone's singing silent night. Like exactly. it's just such a, it's such a special moment every year I look forward to. And I'm always, it never disappoints. <laughs> yeah. So you're one of the people that gets to like light the, you take the candle from me, like the light from me and you go and help light people's candles. Why are you laughing? I'm curious about this. Cause I'm curious of what this job's like. It sounds fun. Like to walk up the aisle and like light people's candles. This along is the ridiculous. Way. Why are you even wondering or curious about it? Oh, seriously? I, I'm actually, I'm not messing around. I'm like. Is it cool? Because like, okay, so here's why I'm asking this. Yeah. Okay, I always sit in the front row, uh-huh. and I'm always like trying to like turn oh, around and like see, see what's going on. Okay, next year, next year you go go to the back. You have plenty of time. I know that's true. Huh? You should look. It's really cool from the back. That's true. I always try to sit with like my family though. No, during no, that. forget that. Forget my family. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> yeah, I like that's funny. Um, but I know I should. I mean, I do. I do turn around and look, yeah. and it's cool. So and, I do something. Yeah. I hope it's okay. You can tell me if it's sanctioned or not. Oh yeah, yeah. I so like I. Uh, yeah, I'm one of the, I guess I've last couple years I've been one of the guys that you hand the candle to and then I go spread it. Candle lighter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Candle lighter. Exactly. <laughs> uh, 
Like at a wedding, weddings, we had, remember, used to have candle lighters, like walk down the yes, aisle. Yes, we had Marie's cousins. Yeah, we had Marie's cousins for the candle lighters. It's and so they were funny. stressed. It was like a scary yeah. job. It's like, oh, don't light this candle. Nobody has light candle lighters anymore. No. Let's bring that back. Yeah, Let's dude. demand every wedding yeah. we officiate. Yes. But uh, I, I say, I hope this is sanctioned. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Every candle that I go and help light in the rose, you I give say, him a kiss on the cheek. <laughs> no, <laughs> that would that would lower attendance very quickly. No, I say um, Jesus is the light of the world, and then Ooh. I like help them light their candle. Yeah, I like that. But I don't know if they hear me because I kind of whisper. I go, Jesus is the light. Oh, of the world. creepy! So they might like, just be like creepy whisperer. That's so funny. But it's like it's actually a special moment for me. It's kind of like a pastoral moment. Like I'm. I'm stating this truth. Jesus is the light of the world as I pass the candle. Okay. So here I might want to add words. So it's yeah, even totally. longer. Yeah. What if you did? Cause remember I said that thing of like, Jesus is the light of the world and you are the light of the world. Oh, that's good. Like what if we said, we come up with like some way of saying that like perfectly. Like what if we did, that? what if we just had everybody say that? Like as they ooh. pass the candle, the next person. Oh, Jesus is the light of the world. You're the light of the world. Yeah. Jesus is the light of the world. Do you have to like kind of awkwardly whisper it in there? Yeah. In yeah. The... You have to like whisper it right <laughs> Jesus is the light of the world. No, no, don't do that. <laughs> Uh, it is also fun being a candle lighter that oh, you yeah, get to yeah. see the stress of parents oh, as yes. they decide if they should give their four-year-old yeah, the, the <laughs> right candle. to hold fire <laughs> right. in church. Right. So. I'm so surprised that we have never had like some sort of fire get started. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. It's just his protection. One of the Purex Bibles, like the... The offering envelopes, the hair of someone in front with a lot so, of hairspray. Yeah, one of the craziest. before though, One of the craziest that happened to me. I was in college, the church I grew up in, and the choir was holding candles at the Christmas service yes, or something, yes. and a candle caught uh, this lady's like back of her, I think her coat on fire, and, See, yeah. and like someone had to stomp it out. Oh, well, that's never happened here. Stomp? They threw her on the ground and well, stomped her. <laughs> no, I think, <laughs> We were being, we've been being a little silly like before we started recording this, and I, this, we did think this might happen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, no, I like it. But yeah. Yeah. So you should, you should actually be a calculator. You have plenty of, there's plenty of time. (laughs) Sorry. I'm dying. I'm totally going to get sick. It's coming back. Yeah. Um, No, no, no. This is like four weeks ago. It's a lingering cough. You should hand, you should hand out the candle and then run and get it again (laughs) and start going down the rows. Yeah. That's that's really funny. I don't. It feels like it takes a long time for it to travel around the whole church. It, it takes is. longer than I thought. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, another just kind of inside baseball thing. Yeah. I love the um, Advent wreath. Oh yeah, and the candles. And I feel like our church is starting to like yeah. get it or understand it or appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, we're on like five or six years now yeah. doing that. Like I think we weren't doing that. I don't think before. Not I think that, that I was remember. something that we started when I became senior pastor. Right. Yeah. Like that was like one of those things. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the <laughs> so the four weeks. <laughs> yes. Oh, do you want me to say or do you want to say? What's the order? Do you remember? Yes. Okay, what is it? Hope. Hope. Peace. Peace. Joy. Joy, third candle. That's right, pink one. Love. And, and then, then love. love's the fourth one. Yep. And then the Christ and candle. And then the Christ candle. And it's just kind of meaningful on Christmas Eve. Yep. Christmas Day, too. We had them all lit. Yeah. To light that Christ candle. It's just a cool feeling. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. I like that. Super awesome. Um... So, so you thought, you thought, why am I asking about candle lighters? 
And we got lots of good content there about candle lighting. Well, I guess our listeners can determine that. <laughs> I thought it was interesting. As someone that has not done it myself, I thought it was interesting. Did we talk to, I don't know if we recorded our last, I thought, oh, maybe we did. But um, on December 18th, you tried to light the advent wreath. Oh, yeah, I know. You had some major problems. Yeah, well, we had problems like the week before that, I think, the 11th. And then the 18th is oh, when I brought yeah, the yeah, blowtorch out. That's yeah. right. Yeah, we had talked about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that will go down Christmas 22 as a memory yes. here at Calvary's. And that Busting was, out the blowtorch. That was the day. So this is the crazy thing. The day that I bust out the blowtorch was the day I was the most sick. Like, it was almost like <laughs> the most sick I felt this entire, like, month of being sick. Like you might have been on DayQuil? And I, well, no, I 100% was on DayQuil, like, just to survive. And I felt lightheaded. When I walked off stage, I didn't know what I said. Like, I was worried <laughs> I said something like, get fired or something. But, uh, <laughs> no, but, like. Also, we trusted me with a blowtorch, like yeah. while on sick on medication, just right. struggle busing up there. Uh, so. Scary. Anyway, yeah, this, God's gosh. grace. This place is still standing today. I tried to not talk to all you people that day and just leave so that I didn't get people sick. <laughs> but I had to like do my bit on stage. Yep. Um, oh yeah, that oh. was also the World Cup final day. <laughs> yeah, World Cup. And I was still there. Let's not talk soccer, though. Uh, <laughs> that would break our 17-week streak. Yeah, I know. Let's not talk soccer. But Christmas is officially over at Calvary because today yeah. um, the tree was dismantled outside in the patio. Yeah, yeah. And yep. I assume all the lights are getting taken down, too. Yeah. Do you do you do a real tree or a fake no, tree now? No, the last few years we've just done um, a fake tree, artificial tree. Well, you don't like fake? Is that offensive to you? Fake? <laughs> <laughs> It's not fake. It's, it's not fake news. It's an actual tree. It's, it's just it's an, an artific- actual tree. It's, it's just artificial. It's artificial news. Yeah. So you, I'm still you do I'm still hold over to the to a real. Okay, that's good enough because I can sell you a tree next year. No, no, I refuse. I I won't do those trees. <laughs> no, I don't do those trees that you can't. I don't do a sight unseen tree. I'll Why never not? do that. These are beautiful trees no. from Oregon. Are you kidding me? They're I gotta so walk fresh. through and I look at all those trees there's like 10 that are hideous how do i know you're not giving me the 10 like one of those 10 hideous ones out of like i feel like i'll go look and it takes me like 20 trees to find one that i like at okay the what tree determines store. a good tree well i need an even distribution of branches <laughs> not a big patchy spot that's the biggest wow, thing so you're a perfectionist i want it to look nice yes so i don't i don't understand these fundraisers that just think i want to i'm going to come and just let you just give me some tree that's like wrapped up what are you doing? Are you on your phone? No, I, I just got a phone call in the middle of the podcast. So I'm, I'm trying to silence it. <laughs> I feel like you're not. I feel like you're not like taking me seriously right well, now. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I just accept trees for their flaws and their imperfections, uh, knowing that you know God makes every tree. Yeah, that does feel like something you'd say. <laughs> That's why you're a better person than I am. But now you've gone so far that you're like basically like plastic surgery or whatever like yes, you're fake yes, yeah yeah yes. yeah Artificial let me tell you tree. though it's for all of us that do this now it's incredible you literally pull out of the garage yep it has three little pieces yep that connect together you connect it together within about two minutes stand is already there it's amazing plug yeah, it in yeah but it doesn't it i have to admit it does not smell like a good christmas tree you yeah. know obviously it doesn't no i get that i don't like I don't smell my tree that much. I don't know if there's something like wrong with me, but maybe because I was sick. I don't like, (laughs) 
I don't smell it that much, but yeah, uh, I love the whole real tree and we do the whole, it's just all the rigmarole of like driving to the place and yep. picking it out, That's fun. bringing it home. We kind of enjoy that process, but yep. it is very acceptable to do either way. I do not judge. So what, speaking of judging, is there a day you have to have your lights off your house or your decorations? Well, this year was challenging because of the rain. Yeah. So the rain was being challenging, especially because all I have all these. I mean, I do have artificial trees. I just have like forty of them in my front yard. Interesting. Uh, now it comes out. <laughs> so that's part of my light thing. All those trees, but like I don't want to put those away in a box with them wet for sitting in a box while they're wet for a year and then they're covered in mold or something when yeah. I pull them out the next year. Yeah. So I had to wait till it dried out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. So all my. I just did it on the, I guess it would have been the 7th. Mm-hmm. So January 7th, I took all the stuff on my lawn down, but all my lights are on my roof still. And yeah. some of the lights on the bushes and stuff are still up. Yeah. So trying to wait for another yeah, it's chance hard, to do right? it, you yeah. know, dry day to do it. But uh, Christmas technically goes till January 6th. Okay. So yeah. that's the Christmas season. Church or like calendar. The, the, yeah. Mm-hmm. Church calendar kind of thing. So you know, because it's really the Advent season until yeah. Christmas Day, and then the Christmas season starts. Right, right. Our our friend, our friend uh, Blake Schwindeman always yes. reminded us of that. Yes, which is a uh, that's an interesting thing. You yeah, know? I like that. Um, okay, so today is so really you should have it down by then. Okay, so <laughs> if you still have your lights up tonight, then turn them off. Yeah, mine are definitely on still. I'm <laughs> I'm leaving the roof as long as they're on the roof. I'm gonna leave. I'm going to keep it on and enjoy them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to turn the other ones off though, but they're still left. Now I have something, this is a crazy like thing going on in my life right now. Okay. We're looking into doing solar. Okay. Whoa. Solar panels can go on the back side of my roof, like on the back of my house so that they wouldn't be in the front where I do my lights. Okay. Here's the thing. If we do solar, we have to like replace our roof first. We just got this news. Okay. So that's going to be like a pretty big expense because yeah. I guess my roof, I didn't know this. It's like, this is maybe, this, I'm sorry if this is boring, but like it's, you know, like composition shingles are like the modern type of shingle. Right. Right. I guess my roof is composition on top of sh- wood shake shingles. Like, so they did it on top of it. Oh, wow. And it's like a double roof. It's like a double roof. Yeah. Now, th- I guess they do like a whole layer of flat, yeah. something like on top of that. So it's like, I I couldn't have felt that. You have to go mm-hmm. in the attic and like look up from in there and, and yeah. see it. I've heard of that before. Yeah. And I didn't even know. I didn't even know this. I've lived in my house for 15 years. Yeah. And, um, but like they won't put that on, they won't put a, a solar on top of a, a comp on top of shake. Right. Now it's a, also a lot of money. Yeah. But if we redo my whole roof and it's like a brand new uh-huh. dialed, beautiful roof, I'm not going to like, I'm not willing to put lights what? on the roof. What's your commitment level? I know. Cause I straight up staple gun those things into my roof shingles. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. And this that is a noth- dilemma that has nothing to do with my roof not being good. Like my roof yeah. is fine. Like yeah. from my, from my staples. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I think you can't get solar. I think that's the bottom line. I you know, need to preserve your Christmas. Pay. It's crazy, dude. We I can save a lot of money. So this like is funny that money. you're bringing up roofing right now because we got an interesting letter in December. You did? Yeah. So uh, Marie and I got a letter <laughs> from I like, our... I feel like this podcast is just like us having a conversation <laughs> and people are going to listen to it. Well, uh, anyway, we actually had yes. uh, a dear friend here at Calvary ask us, hey, what's your podcast link again? And we both <laughs> said, oh, no. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't listen to it. Oh, yeah, that's right. But, um, <laughs> oh, that's right. But uh, <laughs> um, okay, so go we ahead. got a letter from our yeah. insurance, homeowner's insurance oh. in December, 
and it said, we're canceling you unless you get a new roof because they said they flew a drone over our house and said, our roof looks bad. Oh, cause aren't you still like the old wood, wood shake yeah, shingles? Yeah. Just those. So isn't that interesting? A drone oh. determined that our house is horrible. <laughs> you should sue them for a breach of privacy or something. Well, we looked it up. We Googled it. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's a law. It's, it's okay to do. Oh man. I know. So the moral of the story is if you see a drone over your house, throw a rock at yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. I'll take it out. Uh, that's not it's my advice. Get no, off my no. lawn. It's Evan- like the new Evangelize version. to the drone. <laughs> that's what you should do. Drone. Actually, the drone probably flying over your house saw the joy mm-hmm. and then just said, you know what? My work here is done. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, we'll see if I'll, maybe, the, maybe this could be the last year Whoa. of joy on my roof. That's sad. Can you get like a sign that you pop up there? Prop up there? I could try and do something different, but yeah. it seems like a lot of work mm-hmm. to, but we'll see how committed I am. Yeah. You want to win an award for Tustin's best lights. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Anything what else, else spiritual we can give anybody or an encouragement? <laughs> well, let's go. Okay. So we did Christmas. I would like to talk a little bit about New Year's Day. Yeah, I was not here. So fill okay. me in. Okay. So this is a new tradition at Calvary. By the way, we did the, this is the second year we've done this. Now, every first Sunday of the year from now on, uh, at least as long as I have any say, uh, <laughs> we will do a sermon on first love. Why? Uh, because um, the first like so the reason I'm thinking about this is like we always are thinking like the new year about like resolutions, mm-hmm. like how am I going to start this year? What's going to be like my theme for the year? You know, mm-hmm. people have like I'm going to start these new practices in my life or disciplines or just things to be better at work or diet or exercise, whatever it might be. And so what I want to say is the first thing you should think about is love because mm-hmm. a couple things, one, God is love. First mm-hmm. John four, seven to 10 speaks of like, it literally just says God is love. And it says, mm-hmm. if you love, like you know, God, if you don't love, you don't know God, right? Cause God is love. So it's just like, whoa, okay, that's pretty important, right? It's like straight up, if you don't love, you don't know God because God himself is love. So we start there. Then we think about how in Revelation, the church of Ephesus, he says, return to your first love. Mm -hmm. And uh, so the whole first comma love is sort of a play on this. Like first, you should love, Mm -hmm. you know? And then it's also though, Jesus should be your first love. Mm -hmm. Of all the things you could love in the world, right? Jesus should be the first the, and like, that's kind of like um, priority priority and like uh, the first thing or like in the timeline of who you would love first mm-hmm. and then like who you should love most, mm-hmm. both like first and most, he yeah. should be your first love. So return to your first love. And then it's just like the first and great second greatest commandment is love the Lord, your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, mm-hmm. and then love your neighbor as yourself. Mm. And he says like, all the law like hangs on these mm-hmm. like this is the and he says this is the most important because it it's an answer to a question of teacher what's the most important commandment what's the right. greatest commandment and he yeah. says love god love others love mm-hmm. people so mm-hmm. if that's like what jesus says is the most important yeah. thing the most important commandment in all of scripture is this and every other commandment hangs on that commandment let's start there then start there for so, the year yeah. yeah so like hey let's be reminded of that yeah and we can have all sorts of things that we care about. Yeah. And like, hey, it's it's a, it's good to care about all these other things that you might like have as priorities in your life, even ministry stuff, even family, even whatever. But like the first thing should be that's good. Love, love God, love yeah. others. 
I think there's so. an, an intentionality of what and who to love too, because if you flip those in first John, God yeah. is love. Well, love is not God. <laughs> right. <laughs> in right, other words, right. we don't just love love. No. Or no, just no. love everything. Yeah. And that's like, you know, the the universe is yeah, you know, calling to us. But no, you're saying priority, love people, love others, and return to your first love, which is not love, but it's God. Yeah, so exactly. Ult- I guess what I'm trying to say, it sounds better in my mind than maybe I'm saying it, but yeah. like ultimately the purpose of love is God. Yes. Yeah. If God is love and and like if he says love me, essentially God says yeah. in his commandment and it's, and that's when we kind of talked about the whole um, Deuteronomy 6 is called the Shema, mm-hmm. this portion of scripture that like Jewish people would um, like always talk about this mm-hmm. portion that's like hero Israel. The Lord your God, the Lord is one. You should love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, strength. And mm-hmm. like there's also like there's a couple of different like versions of which mm-hmm. words are included in right. that little list there. Right. But um it's essentially like with all of your being, with every yeah. every aspect of who you are, love God. That's the that's what's called the Shema. It's Deuteronomy yep. six, like four or something like that. Yeah. And uh and then um so they would remember that. And that's like what they would put like on their doorpost and they would like mm-hmm. put on their you know, when like the Orthodox Jews have like the little box, like on sticking on the, on their forehead or on mm-hmm. their wrapped around their arms. Yeah. Like they actually are like rem- putting it on there literally. Yeah. Harder to say than, I mean, it's hard. It's, it's easy to say hard to do. Right. Because yeah. even some of the stereotype of the Orthodox <laughs> Jewish leaders, even in the first century yeah. was they were not very loving, not very loving, which is crazy. Well, so yeah. what was, what's so interesting is in Deuteronomy, it says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, strength. It doesn't say anything about loving people. Hmm. But Jesus, when he, so Jesus recites that when he yeah. says, what's the greatest commandment? He recites that love the Lord your God like part. Mm-hmm. And then he says, ties it. And the second is like it to love your neighbor as yourself. Hmm. Um, so it's so interesting that because Jesus sort of like throws this like, extra thing that they're like, Whoa, what? Like, you mean, it's not just that it's also people. Yeah. Yeah. So Jesus ups it. So it's almost like where these like Orthodox or like, or the Pharisee Orthodox Jews of maybe today or the Pharisees of Mm. Jesus time, Mm -hmm. they were kind of like, well, this is, we're called to love God, but I'm going to, I'm going to maybe treat you harshly to get you to also love God. Right. Love has its limits and how, who I'm called to love in the sense too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But, and that's not a critique of Judaism in any way. It's a it's a critique of kind of like playing out Judaism, which I you know in a way that we would say is like not the way that the Bible would say, right? You know, so yeah. I would say even like to riff on this little bit that we all have our kind of un I think unspoken limits of who we feel oh, called 100%. to love or yes. who we think it's easy to love or who we should love. Yeah, um, and yeah, just I like that January first call to. Let's love the people God places in front of us, mm-hmm. whether they're easy or difficult to yep. love. And then obviously it starts with loving God first because we can't love people if there's just no fuel behind it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was even something I talked about um, a little bit that day. I said, you know, there might be people in your life that you don't like want to love mm-hmm. or you, it's or are really difficult for you to love or you've had something happen. I said, there could even be someone that you're sitting in the spot in this room today Mm. because you didn't want to sit on the other side of the room because you know that person's over there. Whoa. And I said, if that's happening in your life, like you need to get that straight. Like, you know, you need to deal with that. 
and get that right before the Lord. Wow, that's good. I was hoping that could be like some little good little one there. <laughs> what if somebody just stood up right I there? I know, that'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Sat next to you. You're like, wait a minute. I know. No, no, not me. <laughs> Although it's likely. <laughs> me as well. Me as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah that's, that's a good, good challenge. Good call. So that started the year. And then now we're into the gospel of Luke. We're really into it now. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. We're continuing into it. It's interesting. Like, so you know, after Christmas, yet we're still like in Luke two, yeah. you know, which is like, so that Christmas story. Right. So Dave Mitchell, we had the awesome opportunity to hear mm-hmm. from Diddy this last weekend. It was his first time preaching at Calvary since March. Mm, last so, year. Yeah. Yeah. March of 22. Huh. So it was cool to hear from him. He was, he, he had talked to me too. It was just like, I just kind of want like a break from preaching for a mm-hmm. while after he like, st- like after, cause he stopped officially like working as a staff member of Calvary yeah. last February, but he still preached in March uh-huh. for us. And then, um, he was like, Oh, this is good for me just to kind of like have like a break from the, the grind of preaching, which mm-hmm. is, it's, it's like, it's a joy, but it is also like yeah, sweet uh, agony. I call a, it. A, oh, that's good. That's yeah. really good. Cause there's like a pressure to standing in front of hundreds of people and yeah. having to hope to say something profound. Right. right. Yeah. And yeah. Well, <laughs> that too. I just feel the pressure too. Like, God, I'm representing you. Well, absolutely. Yeah. Like, help me yeah. not to like exactly. just mess up who you are. You're so amazing. I can never yes. communicate properly who you are. So yes. who am I to stand here? Yes. So that's the agony part. And then the sweet yes. part is like, who am I? God used me. Yes, exactly. It's awesome. So, so yeah, Dave got yeah, to do So Diddy came back and didn't seem like he had been uh, <laughs> off the saddle for long at all. He it's did like a great job. Bike, riding a bike. Yeah. It's so cool. Like, so this, this job he has now, he was talking a lot about it on Sunday and it's so cool. Like, so he works for a secular company that does hospice care, hmm. which if you don't know, is like hospice is this like time of life where there's like basically a ruled that this person is on their way to death. There's nothing more that can be done for them medically. Uh-huh. They have to, but like, but they're not yet dead uh-huh. essentially. I mean, that's like a very blunt way of putting yeah. it. Right. Like, yeah. and so they need to be cared for and loved and, and treated well and like made comfortable in some mm-hmm. ways, but also like ministered to. Yeah. And so there's this, there's like special nurses that come and they, they know and, and doctors that like care for these people more, more like nurses and things like that. Because I think it's like, they don't do anything more to treat the illness mm-hmm. to try to get better. It's more to be comfortable, Yeah. you know? Um, so it's a very like intense, you think yeah. about that. That's intense. You are you're, with, you're literally walking into dying rooms. people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're walking in rooms with someone that's dying. Maybe they have people with them. Maybe they don't. Yeah. He says most of the t- So, okay, anyway, so there's a secular company that does this care, but they have chaplains that work for this company. Mm-hmm. Like, as employees, this isn't like a volunteer thing. Like, yeah. this is his job. And then he goes in as a chaplain, and then he gets to, like, pray with these people, awesome. talk to them about Jesus, like, yeah. care for them. They can sort of, like, they... they um they have to like request a chaplain. Mm-hmm. It's not like he doesn't just like barge in on people that are like Muslim or something sure. and start, start preaching about Jesus to them. Right. So they request a chaplain, but he, and then he, like they can say like stop or whatever, mm-hmm. if they don't want him to talk about something, he says, it's kind of like a sensitive like mm-hmm. process, but these people like want him to come, but he even has had people that mm-hmm. were like not believers or yeah. not Christians or not, or even there was, he was speaking of this Jewish woman that he was mm-hmm. talking with that, he was really um, like helping her to see that like who Jesus is, is he brought this fulfillment of, mm-hmm. of what true Judaism is, yeah, you know, cool. is fulfilled in Jesus himself. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's pretty cool. Like yeah. some cool stuff. And so, um, 
uh, he actually really anxious to hear about how he was having a follow up conversation today huh. with that woman, which is mm-hmm. so interesting because she's like, I'm not ready to to make that decision, but um, but like, let's talk again wow. next week. Wow! So isn't that powerful? That is. Yeah. So it's cool that Diddy like. And by the way, Dave Mitchell is Diddy. If you don't know, that's what we call him. Um, but uh, that he just has this this great opportunity to be able to yeah. use his pastoral skills and experience and mm-hmm. calling and gifting by the Lord. So in this, I think it's in, kind of a neat example way. too of you know he in a sense retired, <laughs> realigned, what do we call it? Yeah, yeah. Um, from pastoral vocational ministry here in a church local church setting. Yeah, but is still being used by God in a really yeah. powerful way. And I think that's all of our stories, right? Like. Yeah. We're going to have different seasons of life where maybe we're doing this job or this job or we're parenting kids and then we're empty nesters and yet God uses us in every season. Yeah, and absolutely. That's my hope. At least I hope that I never have like a sideline moment where I'm just like cruised and yeah. not impacting anybody or anything. Yeah. Like I know I, I want to be the senior pastor of Calvary church for a long time, mm-hmm. but I don't want to do this like till I died or something or mm-hmm. like, I don't even think I want this to be my last job. Like I'd mm-hmm. love to. At some point, like again, not anytime soon. Anybody, don't yeah. get too, don't get too excited. <laughs> Unless you send us an email. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you email podcast at caverlife.org and just ask some fun questions that I can answer, I'll just, I'll, and you want me to quit? I'll, I'll quit. No, just kidding. Uh, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Um, but like, I'd love to do something else at some point. Yeah. To, I've, I've thought about like, um, like a smaller church in a mm. small town or something. It'd be mm. kind of interesting just to like, or, or whatever, or something like what Dave does or yeah. speaking for like uh, a greater mission, like around the world mm-hmm. or something like that, but definitely like far, far from now. So, mm. but, uh, but yeah, like that wouldn't, cause I don't think it should be that if I'm not the pastor of Calvary, that I don't have a ministry. Right. That. And so for, that's my point. All yes, of us, right. Yes. Yeah. No matter if you have a pulpit or, or if you sit in a pew. Yes. Ooh, that's good. And we all, <laughs> um, we all have ministry. Right. Yeah. If, if during the Sunday morning service, you're in a pulpit or a pew, you have ministry, like no matter what, it has yes. nothing to do with like our, your job, yes. your ministry, you should all have ministry. Yep. And I've always loved and oft repeated the, I think it's a Donald Whitney quote that there's no spiritual, there's no unemployment or retirement in the kingdom of mm-hmm. God. Right. Like. So you don't retire from like serving the kingdom, right? You don't like, you don't get fired and you don't like step down right. or whatever. Yeah. There's no unemployment. And that can even happen. You're on a three month cruise or you're on a, you know, you're doing something that maybe is more exactly. of a recreational, you're on vacation even. Yeah. Yep. There's still opportunities. I mean, I, I think it's proper to have rest. Of course. Of course. Uh, my wife teased me when we were on our sabbatical years ago and. I was like trying to share the gospel with our Uber driver. And she's like, you never stop. (laughs) Well, but you didn't stop being a Christian. Right. That's the thing. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, cool. So like, yeah, I think recognize that you don't ever, you, you can stop. Yeah. Even like, let's say you are, you're part of Calvary here and you serve in our student ministries, you know, and you need a break from doing that. You don't stop being a Christian, right. but you might need a break from doing that for a year yeah. or something. That goes back you know? to first love. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Cause it's, yeah, exactly. It's about love. Yeah. It's not about even ministry. Yep. It's a love first. And then absolutely. And then ministry should be about love. It all flows yep. from love. Yeah. Yep. All right. I think we're good. Eh? We're good. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. My Canadian roots coming out. Uh, <laughs> roots. Roots. <laughs> yeah. My roots, uh, jackets from the Olympics or is that, um, that's America, right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
<laughs> oh no, we all, like America now does like Ralph Lauren, huh? The clothes that they what wear. What are you talking about? Don't you know what I'm talking about? Like at the Olympics, like the clothes they wear. Like, oh, at like the, the opening, opening ceremonies. ceremonies. Yeah. I remember it was always this brand Roots. And okay. I was like, what is this brand? I've never even heard of it. But all of a sudden it was like, it was there. Did you watch the opening ceremonies? I actually don't anymore, but I did. <laughs> like growing up, I mean, we like really did. We watched everything. So that just reminds me too. There's a couple cool. So Greater Your Mission, who you mentioned earlier, doing yeah. a big push in 2024. Yep. To go to Paris, Paris where the Olympics. Summer Olympics will yeah, be. Yeah. So I would invite you guys to break praying about that right yeah, now. Yeah. Um, don't do what I just did, which is, this is, I haven't even told you this. This oh, is no. embarrassing. Uh, I just realized. You sure you want to say this? Yeah, I just realized <laughs> that uh, all four of my kids, are passport, their passports expired. Oh. I thought they were, mine's until 2025, and I thought we'd all come at the same time. But oh, there's, yeah, yeah, when yeah. you're under 16, it's five years, not 10 years. Yeah. So. We I'm can't. glad that our uh, global reach pastor knows how <laughs> passports work. <No. laughs> That's why I'm saying it's embarrassing. <laughs> so don't be me. Yeah, no, no. Um, go get your passport, re, <sighs> you know, what do you call it, renewed or, yeah. or get one so you're ready to go That's somewhere. Right. But Paris 24 and then L.A. 2028. I know, pump for that. And the world's coming World us. Cup mm-hmm. 2026. That's right. So... I know. Well, I'm like, I'm really curious about what games for the World Cup 26 are going to be here in LA because it's like all North America. I don't oh, know if you saw this. We are talking about soccer now, aren't yes. we? Yes, it's all North America though. It's like Mexico, Canada, yep. and US, yep. and like all this, like ten cities in the US or something. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, sorry, it's not that interesting. <laughs> I'll stop. I'll filter, 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 filter. But did you know Qatar <laughs> was like one city basically, or like all the games were like in Doha. Dohi, Dohu. Doha, I think it is. Uh-huh. But like they could, they, like all these games are like in the same area. Like you could just like take a taxi or just go to oh, really? the games. You're not having to fly to New York and then to LA and oh, then I didn't to know that. Monterey, Mexico, and then to Vancouver. No, I, I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It was all so there's like a level where that seems kind of a cool experience yeah. of the whole thing happening in like one area. Right. Obviously, like I don't know how many people really well, want to go to Qatar. Well, we but. could do the World Cup here. We could do, you know, <laughs> SoFi. And like Home Depot Center, yeah, and yeah. like Foothill High School, Coliseum, <laughs> Foothill High School, <laughs> not the Rose Bowl, the, or the Great Coliseum. Park, could do yeah, that. yeah, Great Park, Great Park, nice. Yeah. Anyway, all right, we're digressing. Again. I think we are. Okay, so Matthew, you're a wonderful man, and I thank you and <laughs> thank appreciate you. you. Happy New Year, Happy New Year to <laughs> Happy you. Happy New Year to you. Excited to spend 2023 with you yes. and our Calvary family. Yes, and thank you for listening to the Calvary Life Podcast. Send an email. Thanks again for listening to the Calvary Life Podcast. If you'd like to share any of your thoughts, please reach out to us at podcast at calvarylife.org. You can find out more about the show on Instagram at Calvary Life or on our website at calvarylife.org slash podcast.